Welcome to episode 97 of the Rough Cut Retrospective, your favorite podcast that brings you movie and TV news and discussions during an apocalypse. I am one of your hosts, Jackson, and I am pleased to be joined with the lovely, the elegant, the exquisite Mr. Carter Sims. Hello, Carter. Islands in the stream. That is what we are. I'm done. Hi. That was good. Hi. Yeah. Hey, you're the dolly to my Kenny Jackson. Cool. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh man. Why am I singing about islands in the stream Jackson? Because we are discussing recommendations via streaming services. We're going to do a little history, get into all the nitty gritty and tell you if the streaming services that are popular right now are worth it for you and your dollar. And yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm honestly excited to hear because I'm spending a lot of money on streaming, I think. So I'm excited to too. hear the actual breakdown because I like to just put that away and not think about it, but I'm excited. Yes. To... So yeah, it's going to be good. I'm excited. Are you excited? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, let's just get into it then, shall we, buddy boy? Yes, Carter. Tell me something, boy. Tell me something, boy. Ooh, well, I'll tell you something, boy. Tell you what I've been into this week. Not a whole lot. Um, as we are uh for the listeners, we're recording on Tuesday this week. Uh, so mm-hmm. we can watch some football on Thursday. Yes. So getting excited. So uh I'm assuming that Jackson might talk about his fantasy football. If he's excited for that, I'll save that for him if he's gonna talk about that. Very exciting. But for me, uh I went to go see Breaking, uh the uh <gasps> John Boyega bank robbery movie. Lovely. And uh, I got to say, I feel like this movie is going to fly under the radar and the John Boyega stuff's going to fly under the radar. But I know we've been talking about on and off the pod, just a little convo you and I have been having is like which Star Wars actor from the new trilogy and might win the Oscar first, like between mm-hmm. Adam Driver and Oscar Isaac and John Boyega. Sneakily, mm-hmm. maybe a little Oscar worthy John Boyega performance here. Um, That'd be neat. It'd be really neat. Um, but he was really good. Um, I don't know if people are really talking about it. I found the performance very moving and powerful. Very good. Uh, I didn't realize. I knew it was kind of based on a true story, but I didn't know the story at all. Um, So it was cool to kind of watch that in real time. And also Michael K. Williams' final performance. He was great as always. So that was good. Um, And then I checked out Rings of Power. Uh, Really fun. Really good. I see people are kind of uh, turning on it a little bit. Not really. Why? Um, I think the racists are coming out of the woodwork, of course. Oof. Um, so that's fun, but, uh, it's fun. And it's just maybe not what the Tolkien heads are expecting. I'm, I'm having a good time with it. It's beautiful. Cool. So that's fun. And then also I watched episode three of She-Hulk Jackson and I just still don't know, man. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I don't, I just, I don't know where I sit on it. Um, but yeah, I'll reserve all judgment until uh, we're done with the show. But uh, Megan the Stallion is there, and uh, can I just rant about one specific thing, please? Just really quick. The B plot is like a fun setup, right? You have this like this is slight spoilers, obviously, but it's really not that important. Mm-hmm. You have this little like Asgardian who's like tricking this guy into thinking he's er, into thinking she's like Megan the Stallion, so. She'll get showered in money and stuff mm-hmm. by her like boyfriend or whatever. And like the way they solve it is like, oh, well, you're stupider than usual. So like 
because you're so stupid, we have to award you the money since you got tricked. And it's Mm -hmm. like, that's not how the legal system works even a little bit. (laughs) Like you have to like base it off of the assumptions of like the average person and and if they would be deceived by it or not. Not because like you're so dumb, you get special treatment or something. You know what I mean? But Jackson, they know how to write compelling court drama scenes. They sure are trying. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that is very fair. I like Lily watched this this weekend with like Will and Davey and Quinn. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just, uh, we were just like, what's happening? And I was like, Quinn's defending the show, but I, I'm confused. I'm also confused on the timeline of the show now. I'm very just in the weeds with it. So yeah, it is kind of happening like during the Shang-Chi movie, I guess. So yes. Yes. But when was that happening? Like, I don't really know either. I don't know. And then the fact that like Dr. Strange was actually supposed to happen before Spider-Man is hurting my brain too. So, Oh yeah. So I'm just confused on all that and the Wong of it all and everything. So I, yeah, I'm confused, but um, we'll see. It might grow on me. We'll see what the show becomes, but that's, that's what I've been into, buddy. So I'll toss to you. What have you been into? Yeah. So I am continuing my phase three, uh mcu watch and i we accidentally skipped spider-man homecoming because it's not on disney plus so i literally just like kind of forgot about it so we went back and watched that which was nice where did you watch it pretty good speaking of streamers did you have to rent it or Uh, i think i did have to rent it yeah i did it's like i don't think it's anywhere which is annoying but annoying whoops okay yeah um and on top of that i bought some muppet legos which is pretty cool you can buy like these little mystery packs and get them out and we we got animal and miss piggy and kermit and the swedish chef and they're very neat i literally uh i walked through the lego store and i was like i should buy jackson one of these and then it turns out you bought them that same week i did i did i was so excited cutie yeah and then on top of that uh, i've been watching some real tv for the first time in a while which is nice i've been (laughs) watching secession Yes, uh, Jackson. Which is so good. Uh, so fun. I'm a Roman Stan and a Greg. I can't wait for Greg to like rise up, you know. Cousin Greg, but baby. Cousin Greg, baby. Uh, it's it's very fun. I'm liking it a lot. Well, how far are you in? Season one still? Yeah, I think I'm only in like five or six episodes in. Very nice. That's great. But I'm loving it. It's so good. I'm excited. It gets pretty wild. So I'm very excited to drop some succession bombs on you so wonderful amazing is that it yeah amazing yeah isn't it wild to watch succession and then go watch she hulk man (laughs) it is very different that's for sure (laughs) oh man we we settle for so little over at disney plus it's kind of insane but Mm -hmm. so be it i guess little foreshadow we'll get to that later probably huh yeah amazing uh let's move on to news flash jackson you think you're too cool for school but I got a news flash for you, Walter Cronkite. You aren't. Um, obviously, again, not a whole lot. It's only been, what, four days since we last recorded yeah. or something like that. Um, all I have is just Venice Film Festival stuff as of right now. Yeah, um, I have that and then one small thing. As well, amazing. But... Um, we already talked a little bit about Don't Worry, Darling, but <laughs> can we talk about the alleged spit take? That... Okay, apparently it's like not spit. And yeah, I, okay. I didn't, did you think it was spit before? Well, okay. So I watched the video like at least 20 times, like studying it. And then I, th- so no, I didn't see any spit, but I was like, everyone's reacting so strange to like 
yeah, Chris Pine's doing whatever. It seems like he's just kind of was like <laughs> oblivious the whole weekend. Yeah, um, maybe he was just stoned or miserable or both. Yeah, it could have been. It's hard and to like, say. And like Olivia Wilde on the left of the screen looked uncomfortable, but everyone kind of looked uncomfortable except Chris Pine, who just looked like, Ee! so yeah I, I, yeah, I don't know, but it has since been debunked, right? Yeah, I think an agent came out and said that that's not true. It, it's a weird thing to think. But I think what's weirder from that video is that nobody is like really happy to see each other. <laughs> it's yeah. like no one's talking to each other and it's really weird. And yeah, yeah. Like, what happened on that set? <laughs> it's just, I don't get it. It's like the most, and then like Nick Kroll's just kind of vibing with Chris Pine and just like hanging out. It seems Making like out with Harry Styles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then obviously all the, the Harry Styles stuff, him like, saying he loved the movie because it feels like a movie oh. yeah. <laughs> incredible stuff i was talking to uh who, to aaron who was just on last week and she was like <laughs> he's like she was like yeah i think uh harry's just gotten away for too long with just like being all like uh floaty and not having any media training and just wearing up in shiny clothes yeah and i think no, it's catching true. up to him now to like it- it is insane how little media training he has. Yeah. Like, yeah, he was in Dunkirk, but like, he's not a focal point in Dunkirk at all. Like no one interviewed him about that movie really in an impactful yeah. way. So just to, and then just watching Chris Pine sit there <laughs> while he describes the movies feeling like, like three switch. times in a row, it's like a movie and like the film makes it like, that's how, you know, it's a good movie <laughs> as if it feels like a movie. It's like, yeah. Like. And now apparently the movie's bad. So, yeah, it has like a 36 or something. Yeah, right as of now. And that's just like critics. I mean, I'm sure that the Harry Styles stands will bump the audience score up or something like yeah, that. Probably. But, uh, but yeah, very interesting. I saw the trailer for it. It looks like good, I guess. I don't know. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't look bad. It looks compelling. And yeah, it looks like Chris Pine is like the villain, maybe, of it. Yeah, it looks like Chris Pine's having fun in his role. Yeah. Harry Styles is trying to do an accent and <laughs> and yeah so i'm still like I, i'm i feel like i'm even more excited to see the movie now at this point oh totally <laughs> the best thing that they could do for their marketing is just release the movie immediately like tomorrow and then <laughs> everyone would watch it yes yeah the I top think of the mind... hype's gonna die down before like people can get to it but... yeah because i think we still have like two two and a half weeks i think until it's yeah, released, something like, like that in a wide release so yeah they need to get this thing this thing rolling so, yeah. So, yeah, that's all I got on, on Don't Worry, Darling. Um, just the other uh, just the other uh, Venice things I had was the Brendan Fraser six-minute standing ovation. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about, too. Yeah, he, please, take oh, it away. It's just so good. He, he deserves all the love. It's for his role in The Whale. Mm-hmm. And people are saying that, like, this might be, like, Oscar-worthy. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Which is I so mean, exciting. It's yeah, considering like, like that this man was like just outed from mm-hmm. Hollywood at a young age and like didn't really get a shot and now he's like kind of having this revitalization that we've been hyping up and it seems like everyone is just genuinely like really excited for him. Yes, and I don't know. I think it's pretty neat. It's beautiful and like when he like is like forced to bow and then he like kicks this like, he kicks the dirt yeah, off. Yeah, it's, it's cute. Like, it's really adorable. cute. Um, yeah, so I'm really thrilled for that. Yeah, I was texting you yesterday like. I think Brendan Fraser, is he going to win an Oscar? And I was, man, I don't know. That might be the happiest I've ever been for an Oscar since, until like, since like Parasite or something. Like, I don't know. 
it's gonna be pretty wild. That would definitely be a hype moment. I would I would be clapping and cheering for sure. My God. So yeah, that was adorable. That was very cute. I'm excited for that movie now. Um, and then not really a whole lot else. Bones and all the Timothy Chalamet movie got good reviews. Yeah. Uh, the Banshees of Inisherin got great reviews as well. And then uh, yeah, that's seems like all the big heavy hitters so far um, from Venice. But uh, it chugs along, still going this week. So woo, look on for more stuff. You got anything other than Venice stuff? That's literally all I had. I just had a small one that's like not really. We don't have to talk for it uh, for too long. But it was just that. John Williams says he would like to compose the next James Bond film. Oh, baby. Which would be dope. I'd that, be down for that. That is dope. The first thing we need to do is get this movie going and cast a James Bond, huh? Like, Yeah, literally. Let's get this rolling because, I mean, I'm going to just throw it out there. John Williams is not young, so we need to, <laughs> we need to get this thing going. So... But yeah, that's exciting. I'm excited for that. Oh, I did find, I did see one other thing that I did, I think uh, Beg's mentioning. Okay. That that um that Top Gun did just pass Black Panther at the domestic box office. So nice. It is now the fifth highest grossing film uh, in domestic box office. So that's pretty hype. I think, I don't think it's gonna, I don't know what's next, but I think it's like Spider, I think it might be Spider-Man. Um, but I don't oh, know. Oh, really? It's gonna pass it let me see if i can vamp long enough to go pull the stat and i did um <laughs> next is avatar and uh they just they're re-releasing that this month so i don't know if that's gonna happen was, has avatar fallen to number four uh, yeah avatar is four uh, domestically at least oh okay um, okay okay yeah it goes force gotcha. awakens end game spider-man no way home avatar top gun maverick Gotcha. The mess. That's cool. So yeah, we'll see. Sixty million behind Avatar, but I think Avatar is going to rank in some money this month. So yeah, that's all I got, Jackson. Woo! Amazing. Uh, Let's take a quick word from our sponsor, and then we'll come back and talk about the hierarchy of streaming services and recommendations. And we're back uh, to a segment we like to call "Is it my precious, Jackson?" Because we're ranking them. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay, my precious. My precious. And uh, Jackson, want to tell the people what we're up to today? Yes. So basically, what we are going to do is we are going to talk about the big eight streamers. I don't actually know if these are like the top eight. I assume they are. Yeah, I think I for I think for like film and television content. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to run through those chronologically from when they debuted. We're going to look at their pricing plans and like their weird tier structures that they have. We're each going to recommend a movie and TV show, go through some honorable mentions, maybe weigh out the pros and cons, and then decide if it how it falls on our rankings, which will be uh, under the three tiers of should you just use a free trial to watch these shows? Should you share an account or should you pay for your own? So that's kind of going to be how we break this conversation down because a lot of these streamers I have, but I only have because my parents own them and I'm also there. So yes, I'm, I'm kind of this kind of the same way I pay for a few of them, but uh, the rest I get through like my parents' cable plan. So yeah, very interesting to see, but yes, but I'm excited and uh, 
because I haven't, like I said, I haven't really dug into the, the logistics of it. And, and these have definitely changed over the years and the hierarchy is different. So yeah, I'm excited. How do you want to begin Jackson? What? What, what do you mean? Would you, you like just, to just, just start at the beginning or exactly? Yes. That's okay. what I was going to do. Oh, okay. Do it, do it. Yeah. All right, Carter, let's go back to the very beginning with 2007's Netflix. Mm. So this was around before 2007. However, we are basing these timelines off of when the current, like, because obviously Netflix, you could like rent DDs and stuff through the oh, mail. Yeah. I know for the for the young ones, that's something you can do. Um, but we're 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 basing it off of when like the streaming service itself launched. So yes. that's how we'll be basing that. But yeah, do you want to go through the prices really quick, or do you want to just like? Um. Good? Yeah. Tell me what. Tell me what the price levels first or the off the bat. So this is a really interesting one, uh, as far as like how they tier it, and it's honestly maybe the most offensive one to me. <laughs> um. The 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 tiers are basic, standard, and premium. And so for basic, it's nine ninety nine a month. Okay. And because Netflix does not run ads. The way that they have separated the tiers are based off of resolution. Oh, really? So the basic tier that is not like $10 a month is only going to get you 480p quality videos. Oh, which wow. Which is insane. I had no uh, idea, I, actually. I didn't know this either. Uh, huh. It's on their website when I went and investigated because I heard that this was a thing. And it has enraged me to no, to no end. <laughs> I think this is like... So terrible. Okay, so then you have the standard, which is fourteen or sorry, fifteen forty nine a month, mm-hmm. and that gives you ten eighty p quality. And then for twenty dollars a month, you on the premium uh, tier, you get four k and HDR, which is just like insane to me. Wow. I wonder if um if that will change when they come out with like their new ad supported tier, or if they're just gonna add one, or if they're gonna finagle with those tiers at all. I don't know. Um, imagine 480p is criminal especially when you're paying ten dollars a month that is so insane to me that's bad like you can get youtube for free for that and that's and you can get way higher quality yeah (laughs) that's awful that's really bad um it's also weird just because like this is the og app too so you'd think they'd like figure out a better yeah like i don't know like i'd almost like expect netflix to like jump to ads before everyone else but mm-hmm. like they still haven't done ads yet and they might, I think soon, but yeah, I think I 2023 know. they're announcing some form of plan subscription plan for that. But um, that's wild to, yeah. Yeah. Unpack. And that's weird. Like, like you said, to be the first to be there. Cause I also like, I did some research on like the awards uh, uh-huh. standings of all these and Netflix was the first to win an Oscar and the first to win an Emmy. So they were, of all these streaming, of all the big eight, uh, oh, just wow. of just of any like, like even the like the technical awards and 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 all things like that. Like obviously, um, Apple beat them to Best Picture, the coveted one from Netflix. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so that's interesting to see that they uh, resolution. Come on, guys, <laughs> come on, Teddy. Um, Insane. So that's wild. Okay. Um, so do you want to, are we ranking now or do we want to give our, our recommendations then place it? Let's give our recommendations then place it. Okay. Wonderful. Do you want to start us off? Yeah. For my movie, 
uh, I selected one that I've been talking about for a while. Um, they, I don't think they have a lot of good original movies. However, they have these like nice little picture deals with um, like Ryan Johnson right now, who's making the new Knives Out exclusively for Netflix, which is really cool. And mm-hmm. also for Noah Baumbach, who just like hits home runs out of the park every time with them, like with all the new stuff he does for them. So I'm once again, recommending the Meyerowitz stories. It is one of my favorite movies. I know I've been talking about it a lot recently, so shut up and deal with it. Um, (laughs) It's just so good. I, I freaking love this movie. It's one of the best dialogue heavy stories I think I've ever watched. It's Adam Sandler's best work. It's better than uncut gems, I think, which is maybe a hot take. It's just really good. It's a good family story really is yeah it's so good i uh yeah i mean i i there were definitely people that will fall in that camp with you that it's his best performance it's his, it's more subdued it's probably the most subdued you'll see sandler uh but it's also like, it's subdued but like you also see his strengths like you see him do his like classic yelling slapstick stuff and you also see him like set a, like the piano and play a nice song i don't know like he's like very like well-rounded in this performance i think for sure um yeah I, I need to go rewatch it. I haven't watched it in a while, but it is delightful as always. So wonderful recommendation, Jackson. Um, Thank you for me. So I found this, I found Netflix to be one of the most difficult here because to me, like now Netflix is not like the place I go to watch movies anymore. Like, yeah. like new movies at all. Like Netflix to me has become, I am going to recommend a movie. But Netflix to me has become just like the stand-up comedian place now. Um, oh, interesting. Like the host for like comedy specials and stuff. Yeah. Like that's where I go. Like literally this week I watched a new Bill Burr special and like a new mm-hmm. Sam Morrill special. And like there's new David Letterman stuff on there. Like Steve Martin's on there. Like all these great comedians are on there. And it just seems like they like to just snatch up a bunch of comedians and just let them do their special unfettered, which is cool. Yeah. I like that lane they're in. Um, but with that being said, I do find every once in a while, there's a little nugget of a nice Netflix hidden Netflix movie. I tried to pick one that maybe not a lot of people know about, or just like have forgotten about because it was a while ago, but it came out in 2019 and it's a movie called triple frontier. And, uh, do you familiar with this movie, Jackson? Do you know about this movie? I don't know this one. This is fun because it's, uh, it's uh, Ben Affleck, it's Oscar Isaac, it's Pedro Pascal, all these great people. And they're basically like uh, former like special ops soldiers. And they mm-hmm. like reunite for like a high stakes South American heist, like f- like try to steal millions of dollars from a drug lord. And it's just kind of one of those like it feels like a mid 2000s like action movie drama. Uh-huh. And just like with a lot of like, it's a lot of masculinity at, at the heart of it. And just kind of like, it's a bros movie kind of, but like, it's got a lot of warmth to it. And it has a lot of good performances and it's really high stakes. And it's just, uh, it was one that like just shocked me when I watched it and it was really well done. And it was before Netflix decided to like, you know, give, give the bag to like quote all tour filmmakers and just kind of, they were doing, I think high level uh low low concept movies i think yeah it's kind of like a turn on this action movie and enjoy yourself now that just seems like that's all they do and it's just watered down and quality is surpassed and it's just quantity now so 
Triple Frontier is one that I think uh, sticks out from the early-ish days of when they were doing these. So that's my little recommendation there in the world of uh, movies. Um, But what about you on the, or do you have honorable mentions for movies? Or do you want to do honorable mentions for all of them? I'm just going to do all of them afterwards because they they got a lot, I think. Cool. Let's move on to the television show that you would recommend. Yeah, so you made a good point about like Netflix kind of like owning the comedy sphere right now, even though they don't have like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess there aren't like comedy IPs besides like Key and Peele and stuff like that. But like, you know what sure. I mean? Like they yeah, just kind of yeah. have like a, a chokehold on the, on the market, it seems. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going with a sketch show that I am just absolutely in love with <laughs> called, I think you should leave. Um, it's oh, very yeah. niche. It's for the best people who love it. So you should like check it out. It's like great. <laughs> Uh, it's Tim Robinson who was on SNL, like didn't really have, I don't know. Like he, he didn't like shine. I, I don't think, like, I don't think everyone was like obsessed with him. Like they I, are now at least. Yeah. I think he was too deemed like too weird. His ideas were like just too niche. I think for us, they're super weird. Yeah. And they're so funny though. At the same time, like it's one of my favorite sketch shows I've ever seen. And I just always like love to pop it back on. It has a lot of rewatchability for something that's like you're not really getting anything out of it on a second viewing other than just like us oh, great it's funny um yeah. it's so funny and, and like it because he was on snl he has like all-star like like guest appearances showing up for like <laughs> one sketch like andy sandberg's in it like just a bunch of like snl alum showing up for it which is just like super fun and cool which is nice I, i'm a big fan of this i am as well and i'm such a big fan that i also wrote it down for my suggestion <gasps> uh-huh um but nice. i did have a, i did have a backup just so we could give the people some volume because i knew cool, i was like cool, jackson's cool. gonna do this one so <laughs> that's so random I love yeah but uh no it is great i love it and they're like they're palatable too they're like what 20 minutes You're yeah like, each of there's like five i want to say like four or five episodes per season uh-huh and they're they're short episodes too mm-hmm. and he just won an emmy so yeah good yeah for him so yeah i highly recommend that um as i as i mentioned yeah that's i uh that was mine as well but my backup is the complete other side of the spectrum and i'm going back to uh and this is when you may push back on jackson because of its star um but i am going to suggest house of cards oh nice Um, yeah it's kind of it's kind of where netflix kind of really found its wings and really took off Totally. Um, this was like their first successful original show. It's the show that won them their first Emmy and kind of put them was on the mark. Was this before or after Orange is the New Black? This came a year before Orange is the New Black. Really? Um, okay. I always assumed it was the other way around for some reason. This That's was 2013. This debuted and Orange is the New Black came in 2014, like early 2014. Okay. So they're Damn, pretty... so it was like legit, like the first Netflix original. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. So, and it like... like started i think the format obviously prestige tv has been around with hbo which we'll talk to later but Mm -hmm. i think this was a resurgence of like getting movie stars to be in your tv shows and for them to be taken seriously um and yes i know it's kevin spacey and there's a lot of baggage that takes place with that now Um, no i get it it's like one of the most like beloved shows on netflix like people go nuts for it yeah it's great and then it just is you know in it obviously has layers now in the political landscape of like a Frank Underwood esque character who yeah. just like stops at nothing to get power and 
no one keeps him in check and just the corruption and all that obviously layers to that and levels to that. So I think it's as prominent as ever. And actually I'm kind of recommending this to myself because I never finished it when Spacey left. Um, so I never watched. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They they mutually parted ways. Uh, Yeah. I don't know what happened. I think he was just kind of done with acting or something. Yeah. I I get it. I get it. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I never watched that final season, so I don't actually know how it ended. Um, so I'm going to have to check that out. I don't remember if they like killed him off. I can't remember what they did with him. So, um, I'll have to go check that out, but, uh, I am going to recommend you check it out. See where it all began folks. Um, but yeah, audible mentions Jackson. I was just going to say really quick too. It is like, especially interesting how like Netflix, like was like definitely like paving the way for like streamer original content, which was just like Mm -hmm. not a thing. And yeah. like other, I feel like other people have been able to like catch up faster with like higher quality stuff, like just like out the gate, but you just got to give Netflix that credit. Like had to like legitimize like the streaming TV show and like, oh, get that sure. like, and like, I don't know. I think that's like a really interesting feat that like is probably underappreciated now because now you can get like any A-lister to agree to do some like, I don't know, HBO show or something. You know what I mean? Like, but now. I yeah. Feel like little- yeah. Like they definitely like, like TV is like almost the more creative format now in terms of what you can do, the stories you can tell. And so like, I yeah. think big time movie stars like flock to that now to be able to tell the story. Yeah. So, but yeah, but it seems like now at Netflix, I mean, you used to be able to do that with your movies with filmmakers, but now it doesn't seem like they're doing that anymore either. So yeah, it's interesting to see how they're evolving in the next year to, uh, because they lost the the coveted prize they sought out. And I don't think, I think they're just abandoning that feat now. So, yeah. Um, so it is interesting. Um, before we do honorable mentions, can I just mention the awards that um, they've been nominated over almost 900 times for an Emmy? Jesus. Okay. And they've won 112 Emmys. Um, That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to know what's depressing? What for Oscars? Uh, 116 nominations. Do you want to guess how many they've won? Like, not. I'm going to guess like 25. Yeah, you're 16. So you're not okay. You're not far off. Um, yeah, it's like not that much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, their movies have garnered a few, but they always seem to do well in the documentary section and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, the things that they were seeking out just have not done it for them, unfortunately. Gotcha. But uh, the Emmys, man, like all those stand-up specials, those will fall under Emmys. Like that's what they, I think that's where they, they thrive with that. So um, honorable mentions you got, Jackson? Yeah, you got a lot. Uh, Haunting of Hill House, Tick, Tick, Boom, Spectacular mm-hmm. Spider-Man, Breaking Bad, of course. Uh, the Raimi Spider-Man trilogy just got added back to Netflix. And then like most of the Daniel Craig Bond movies are there too. So Weird. Yeah. It's like things are floating in limbo over at Netflix and that's where they go when they're in limbo. So yeah. Fascinating. Um, yeah. For me, um, a big honorable mention is like these, these Netflix untold sports stories they've been doing right now. The yeah. Manti Teo one out right now. Uh, they did a mouse in the palace one, a Caitlyn Jenner one. Um, those are really interesting. Um, Ozark, of course. Uh, uh-huh. Peaky blinders. Um, and then Marriage Story, uh, The Irishman, Mank, Defy Bloods, and then Ballad of Buster Scruggs are some of my f- nice. my fave movies over there. 
and uh, yeah, and I don't know if they're going to make any more of those. I think Noah Baumbach and Ryan Johnson are kind of the last in the door with their Netflix stuff, as opposed yeah, to like, giving right. filmmakers just the bag to do what they want. So I hope I'm wrong, but um, we'll see. I think that people are getting funding from other places to do what they are doing on Netflix. So we'll see. So let's, should we firmly put Netflix in the middle right now, Jackson? Just to be... <laughs> Yeah, let's do that. Are you giving it a, a free trial share account or pay for your own? I think I'm doing a share account. I think so too. I think I would pay for this, but because like everyone has Netflix, there's mm. like almost no need to pay for your own. There's someone who's willing to give like that extra Netflix slot to you. You know, I think so. Yeah. And I just don't know, like we talked about it before, like after Stranger Things and like Peaky Blinders is ending and Ozark's done, like yeah is there a reason for me to like be with the talk of the town on like the shows that are going on now you know yeah that's the thing too like and i think netflix is starting to realize i think one of the bigger cons of netflix is the fact that they are still really in on the binge like Mm -hmm. approach and like none of the other streamers for the most part are kind of falling into that they're all doing the slow burn yeah and i think it's it's like with the weekly releases and stuff and i think that is paying off way more for them yeah. it is netflix for sure i don't know so we'll see if they adapt in the in the in the coming yeah. year but yeah that's what's setting them back and that's why i'm doing the share account so sweet amazing what's next next we have just a year later in 2008 the next like og big dog of the of the big ones the more popular we got hulu 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 has live sports wonderful it does yeah let me go through the price tiers so the basic one is 6.99 a month with ads which is much cheaper than the 9.99 the 9.99 from netflix and it has like actual quality you just have to put up (laughs) with the ads okay that's fine um to upgrade to no ads for hulu it's 12.99 a month and then the hulu live bundle which is like hulu live disney plus and espn plus is 69.99 a month i don't know Mm. if that's worth it honestly like i don't pay that and i probably wouldn't pay that but live the hulu live is is nice yeah now let me tell you jackson this is uh what my sister and i jointly pay for um nice this is our cape like obviously i i don't have cable so uh-huh. this is uh, this is our live. This is how we watch live events, um, nice. and we do a shared account because technically Hulu. If you're listening, I'm sorry. They think my sister and I live in the same household. When in reality, because you're stacked. Yes, we just live in the same building. Yes, uh, so that's we, so nice. We the system. So I pay thirty a month. Really, um, that's really good. Yeah, the fact Hulu is like ahead of the game of like, oh, we're checking your geolocation to make sure you're not sharing <laughs> passwords, and it's like yes. that's a terrible idea. You shouldn't mm-hmm. do that at all, Hulu. That's yep. messed up. Yep. So uh, I love it. Uh, so yeah, that, and I I will say, I mean, it's how I get my live. So I think it's it's definitely the bang for my buck. So uh, I am enjoying uh, that aspect of it. So that is quite a jump, though. But I get it. I mean, it's the bundle, so I get it for sure. Um, in terms of awards, Jackson, mm-hmm. um, Hulu is really interesting to see how these all panned out at least from my research that i did uh out of a they had 176 emmy nominations in total Uh and uh only 27 wins 
Okay. And obviously that's because, you know, they did not, much like Netflix, they didn't have original content for like a while. Like yeah. you mentioned that uh, Netflix came out in 2007, obviously House of Cards had come around six years later. So um, understandable. And then in the world of Oscars, Jackson, two nominations, zero wins. So <sighs> yeah, bummer. Were the nominations? Do you know? Uh, one was for and Andre Day for the United States first Billy Holiday, uh-huh. and uh, the other I think was like a documentary. Nothing. Uh, gotcha. But uh, but yeah. So that's what Hulu's got working. But still, some good content on here, I would say. So, uh, would you like to start us off with suggestions, recommendations? You start off this time. You start. Okay, off. I will. Um, in the movie category, Jackson. Uh-huh. Um, I cheated a little bit because it's not technically a movie, I guess uh, you would say. Okay. I think I, I suggested it before on here, uh, but it was a long time ago. It came out during the pandemic and it's called Derek Delgadio's In and of Itself. Okay. And um, it's basically this guy, Derek Delgadio. He's like a conceptual mu- magician. And okay. he like attempts to, well, the whole thing is like, he's like, through storytelling he's like attempting to understand like the nature of identity and like answer like who am i and then like the audience is also trying to figure out it's like a this it's really wild it's so hard to describe and i think when i suggested it i said i'm not gonna describe this at all just go watch it and i kind of still want i i'm giving a little background it's been out for two years now but still just go watch it because it's very eye-opening and it's very powerful and it's hard to describe. And during 2020, when we were all locked inside, I was like, wow, who am I, you know? So there's layers to this and, uh, and it's great. And I don't know what this guy, this, he was in um, a movie called Kimmy on HBO later, earlier this year. Um, okay. So he's still doing work, but this is, this is some some good stuff. So it's just it's a basically a filmed magic show, but a um, lot of lot of layers to it. So highly recommend in and of itself. Not really a movie, but just a you know like an hour and a half filmed ma- magic show. Pretty wild. So yeah, that's fun. Uh huh. I like that. What about you? Yeah, uh, this is a basic answer if you know me because this is my most recommended movie. Like if anyone has never heard this movie, I'm like, don't even look it up. Just put it on and watch it and enjoy. Mm. Uh, I talked about it on Cody and Corbin have a podcast. It is Palm Springs. Um, I'm obsessed with this movie. Again, Andy Samberg, shout out to him. Amazing. And Kristen Milioti. It's basically, again, if you haven't seen it, just turn it off and go watch it right now. It's so good. Um, It's a Groundhog's Day-esque rom-com that is so good and so fun. J.K. Simmons is there. It's one of my f- favorite movies, just straight up. I'm obsessed with it. It's Great. so easy to watch. It's quick 90, so it's like not even a big commitment to recommend to people. And I've yeah. only ever seen it be on Hulu to the point where I like, I don't know if it's like a Hulu original or well, like if it got they, bought up by them. They just acquired it at Sundance, I think is what yeah. they did. So it's, basi- it's basically essentially a Hulu movie because they bought it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, this is the only place you'll find i think and mm-hmm. so just just go check it out it is so so freaking good and it's and it's consistently there which is nice too because sometimes movies come and go on these platforms but like this one's consistently there which i love 
that's pretty cool that we both picked something where really the best way to describe it is turn this off and go watch it. Yeah. Um, so that maybe says something about Hulu and what they respect and seek out in terms of storytelling. So that's kind of neat. Do you um, think, I think Hulu does have better storytelling and like just as a whole over Netflix, I think. I think so. I mean, um, maybe spoiling, but I definitely think I'm putting it above Netflix in this moment. Um, but we'll get there in a minute, maybe. But yeah. Um, but yeah, my recommendation for TV show, Jackson, mm-hmm. is uh, a fun one because I've never seen it and I'm recommending it to myself. <gasps> um, I know. Pretty exciting, huh? Groundbreaking podcasting. That is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm recommending Only Murders in the Building. Um, I want to see this so bad. I've heard nothing, nothing but great things. And it's like two of my, uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short. I love them. I love their work. Selena Gomez in there to kind of be, I'm assuming the straight man. I don't know anything about this movie other than they're like us Jackson. And they have like, there's have a podcast, I think is what's going on in the show. Right. Love it. I think. Um, I don't know. I don't know either. So maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. So um, I'm just recommending it to myself because it was nominated for a bunch of Emmys this year. Um, it looks really fun. I just love watching Steve Martin and Martin Short on press tours, just like ribbing each other. And and it's great. And I highly recommend it, having not ever seen it. Um, and uh, What about you, Jackson? Television. Yeah, so I am going with one of the many great FX shows that they have, which like they have like all the great ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going with uh, a weird one that I don't think enough people have seen, and I think it would become even more mainstream if people just gave it a shot. And that is what we do in the shadows. Nice. Um, have you seen this one? No, but I have so many friends, Jackson, that tell me like, "Oh my god, you got to watch the show." It's so good. Yeah. It's. Uh, did you have you seen the mock the original like movie? I've seen clips from it. Yeah. From okay. Taika. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's uh, originally a Taika Waititi project. I think he produced this. I don't know if he wrote for it. I, I doubt it, but um, just, I don't, I don't think he has much free time to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> But yeah. So like, it's a spinoff of that original mockumentary set in the same universe, but following a completely different set of characters. And it's basically like these four or five, uh, no, four vampires living together in like a, a house. Like they're all roommates in Long Island. And it's like about their them like trying to take over the country or whatever, but like they're not good at it. <laughs> and it's just kind of like this fun mockumentary approach. And it's so good. Like it is legitimately so funny. Matt Barry, I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's the one who like always pronounces stuff really funny on the show. And like it goes nuts for him. He's just, he's so great. I love him and everything he does. Amazing. I need to check that out. I do need to check that out. I've got a lot it's of work to do on Hulu. Boring. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, same. I, it's so, I don't know what it is. It's just like, not as, I'm more easy to like flip, like flip through Netflix than I am for Hulu for some reason. You know what I think it might be? And what? I think just like Netflix has just so much in order to try and please so many different people. I don't yeah. think Hulu has as many original series. I might just be, me just like uh, totally with no evidence to support that but it feels like that it feels less overwhelming when you're on the hulu platform scrolling through tv shows to me no i agree Uh, i totally agree yeah so it just seems like i would go in and like commit myself to a show more than likely to go on netflix to do the same thing 
So, yeah, I really feel like uh, Netflix is kind of doing what like David Zaslav wishes he could do with HBO Max, where it's just kind of like pretty light content for the most part of like reality mm-hmm. stuff and, and all that. And like, I guess Hulu is kind of like stepping into that a little bit because I think the Kardashians is now like technically a Hulu property or something. Yeah, like that. I think you're right. Yeah. So I think they're maybe stepping into that world a little bit more, but I don't know. It's just, it's, they are very different. I just feel like just by like quality of show. Totally. Totally. Um, I don't know. That X stuff is just a different beast. It they're is. Great. It is. Um, I'll give you some of my honorable mentions now. Speaking Please. of FX, um, been watching a lot of sunny lately. Um, mm-hmm. So highly recommend that. I think all the seasons are there. They are. Um, the new a- season is so good. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's amazing. I was showing uh Will's never Will had never seen Sonny, so we were showing him like the staples. We watched the serial debate, you know. We watched that's the- such a did you know that the serial debate is a real thing that happened? Like like uh the actor who plays Dennis, he like got rear-ended and he was like super <laughs> pissed about the fact that he spilled cereal. And like when they were retelling the story, everyone was like, Wait, what? You were eating cereal in the car? And he's like, Yes, and like it, it was this whole thing, which is like <laughs> that's so awesome. great that they just turned it into an episode great layers that's, i that's love so that surprising that will uh hasn't seen it before to me that's like the perfect show for him yeah well it is now so we watch like the gang perfect. is racist all all that um <laughs> great stuff um uh i keep seeing ads for this new show called the patient with steve uh carell and uh donald gleason have you seen these ads yeah he's um, like a therapist right yeah like wants to kill people though or something right some wild some layers there something so. like that yeah Looking forward to that. Love both of those guys. Um, and then as of lately, it feels like Hulu's been killing it with original movies. Um, Palm Springs, Prey, uh, yeah. Fire Island, uh, Fresh, and then a documentary I loved, which was Quest Love's Summer of Soul is also on Hulu. Um, nice. So yeah, so those are my uh, recommendations there. What about you? Yeah, I had It's Always Sunny, Atlanta, Prey, yeah. which I still need to see, but I'm recommending it to myself. Nice. Uh, Pig, I, Tanya. I have so many good ones. I think Fargo's on there. Nice. Oh, yeah. And Fargo, the show should be too, right? Because it's FX. Yeah. Nice. It's good. I, I like their stuff. It is definitely higher, higher tier quality. Yes. Um, so are we putting this above Netflix? Sounds like. I think so. Yeah. Carter, would you put this in the uh, pay for your own account tier or would you put this in a share account? I would put this in. I, I would just for the live version, I know there's other streamers that give you live television, but I, I'm going to pay for my own here on Hulu. Fair. Yeah. I think that's reasonable. I yeah. Think that's reasonable. What about you? Are you sharing? Uh, I'd probably, ah, man, I don't know. I don't know if I can pay all that by myself, but yeah, you, you need to get a dual, a dual household, <laughs> get two accounts. Yeah. Yeah. I do I like it. it though. I, I just really don't find myself on Hulu as much as I am on Netflix for some reason. And maybe I should change that because I do think the quality is so much different. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm cheating it because I am on live TV watching sports more than any of the streamers probably. So maybe I'm cheating the system. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I'm still going to stick with putting it above Netflix and paying for it. So nice. Yeah. What's next? Next in 2012, we have Amazon Prime. Now, this one was complicated doing a little history on because it was like there was like three other Amazon-owned streaming services before uh, it became yeah. Prime. Um, but like the, now is like 2012 is like where they really solidified the brand and like paired it 
with, of course, like the actual Prime membership that people get. So gotcha. for the prices, we have just, like just the Prime video streaming is $8.99 a month. I don't think that's awful. I honestly think that's pretty fair. There's no ad tiers or anything like that, which is really nice mm-hmm. uh, for once. And then we have the Prime membership, which is $14.99 a month. And that's just like you get Amazon Prime like as a whole. So you get like right. free shipping on your stuff. I think you get like Amazon music or something like that. And then of course you get like this as well. Right. So honestly, I think it's a pretty good bundle. I think so too. Again, I, this is one that I own. Um, yep, I, same. I have Amazon prime. I think it's definitely worth it. Um, Cause obviously you get the streaming and then obviously all the shipping and stuff, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all about it. And I think, and tell me if you feel the same way, but like Prime seems to be of the two we've talked about so far, or of the three now, I should say, this feels like the more successful theatrical slash streamer comparison. Really? I think, I feel like they have the higher quality in both areas of original stuff. Cause Hulu, again, you get like FX stuff, acquisitions. Yeah. The Prime stuff is Prime stuff. And so, there's a little bit of chicanery there when you get into some of these like HBO and Disney plus and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but that's how I, when I was looking through just like the types of movies, the ones that stood out to me seems to be more inventive stories and riskier stories. So of the, mm-hmm. of the three so far, I don't know how you feel about it, but I, honestly, like, I think they have good stuff. I just think mm-hmm. they don't put out consistent. Like it's like, I don't know. Like there's like months where it's like, no one's talking about Amazon. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Like it is. I feel like it has a really hard time staying in the public eye for some reason. Like, I think the boys was obviously really good for it, but like, and like, obviously like the rings of power will be really good for it. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know. I just feel like every now and then, like you, you hear about them, but not as consistently as everything else. Yeah. It feels like they're in a different lane of like what they're putting out like the stuff that might get attention is the stuff that gets attention from like voting bodies trying to get like awards like for like netflix if we first netflix is stranger things like you'll get like beautiful boy over at amazon prime you know it's like yeah it feels like it, it, yeah it just feels like a different lane and it's probably why you don't hear about it more in the mainstream consciousness it feels like a different vibe almost entirely yeah it's not so much popcorn stuff it's definitely like even a more even more niche almost than Hulu at times, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, how about you? Okay. Oh, let me tell you, awards. Um, I got to say, no one is nearly, strangely enough, in terms of quantity, like no one is near as successful as Netflix in terms of putting out content. But Prime has 180 nominations with 42 wins in the Emmy category. Nice. Um, you can thank like Marvelous Miss Maisel for, for that and things like that. Um, and then in terms of the Oscars, 27 nominations, five wins. So wow. not bad. Um, Manchester by the Sea, obviously the, the, kind of the one that kicked off big for yeah. them. Um, and, and then a, a few here, the Sound of Metal, obviously. Um, but yeah, uh, why don't you start us off this time, pal? Damn, I honestly forgot Sound of Metal was one. I'm going to be real. I thought you would mention it. So you know what? I might just mention it right now, but instead I'll just give it some love right now, but I'm going to move on to my actual pick, which is the amazing Borat subsequent movie film. (laughs) Let's go. 
Uh, this movie rocks. I watched it for a film class, which was also really fun. That's I loved it. Uh, I think like Bo Burnham's Inside is a really good like time capsule movie of like the current state. This is almost even a better version of that where it just really captures the political sphere and and like the 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 virus like like starting out like literally like they they couldn't plan this of course but like their their coverage of like Trump turned into like this covid like angle with it which is like really cool and really interesting. And I think even on Amazon there is like bonus footage i don't know if you've seen this before i haven't uh, but i know there is yeah yeah so he goes seen. like so Bor the character borat goes undercover with these two guys who are just like hanging out during covid like during lockdowns mm-hmm. and he lives with them in character for like four days <laughs> and so there's just like footage that they used from like his experience in the cabin and they just like put it on amazon i think and it's really good <laughs> but yeah That's it's awesome. delightful it's, it's such a fun performance it's interesting the the inside stuff like it feels like almost two sides of the coin like yeah inside is like the inner turmoil and then the borat is just the outer turmoil of the same time period (laughs) yeah literally oh it's so weird it is and then maria bakalova also a revelation um yeah just saw her in bodies 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 um interested to see what she does next um but yeah so fun and shout out rudy giuliani Yes, he got he got a uh, almost canceled for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, good time. It was kind of it was it was the same uh, thing as like the Harry spit almost, but obviously <laughs> worse. But like it was kind of everyone was talking about it. In the same yeah, way. good times. Um, great suggestion. Um, uh, I forgot. Did we do? Oh yeah, I do movies. I forgot if you did them all. Uh, it's been a while. Ten minutes ago. <laughs> um, my movie. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and again just so we can let it be clear sound of metal is amazing um we both love that so good um my recommendation is one of my favorite rom-coms and that's the big sick uh on prime uh the story of kumail nanjiani and his wife emily gordon uh based on their actual stories of when she went into a coma and uh, he spent time with their parents uh played by ray romano and uh, holly hunter and it's just really really good not just like tackling like modern day love story but also like there are religious backdrops here and undertones and just really good awkwardness awkward interactions between like the like what do you do when you're meeting the your the girl's parents and the girl's not there for like months on end and uh it's just really moving and i really enjoy this movie and i saw it at a film festival for the first time once so maybe it also holds a level of prestige in my brain um, but it's just a really fun movie and a really great screenplay. Nominated for an Oscar, Camille Nanjiani. So, uh, yeah, I love this movie. I hyped it up on our rom-coms episode as well. So I, I really love this movie. Um, yeah. TV show, Jackson. Yeah. For TV shows, I'm going a bit basic on this just because I haven't checked out like the really good ones. Like I haven't checked out, uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel or Fleabag yet. Although I've heard like amazing things. So I'm going to stick with. Uh, a bit basic, but still really good nonetheless. I'm going the boys. Nice. Yeah, it's a move. It's a show that Carter has only seen four episodes of, and he'll, <laughs> he'll hopefully see more of it eventually. But yeah, basically, it's just a superhero parody of like the genre as a whole, and just like right wing political ideals, and like it, it comments on capitalism and just like the alt right, and I don't know, and how it would like infect 
the corporatization of superheroes if like they were real which is pretty neat um they do a lot of weird trump stuff with this character named homelander who becomes like a nationalist it's very interesting and overall it's just like a fun adaptation of a comic book that is like pretty much hated by everybody like everyone does not like the comic source but like everyone's (laughs) loving the show so it's cool it's very gory don't watch it with children or anything like that it's like very rated r um but it's fun I, i enjoyed it a lot yeah, I'm having I'm having a blast with it. I'm trying to I just get so distracted with television shows because and I'm like, it's oh, fair. here's another great show that I need to watch. Um, so so yeah, but I am on it yeah. and it's great. And it's weird. It's like one of those shows where it's like I literally never thought I'd see something so disgusting on TV before, and then like the next <laughs> episode will like one up it. It's like, what is this show? <laughs> um, I've seen some weird stuff on that show. It's very I love strange. it. I love it. Um. Yeah, for me, Jackson, I actually I did find it hard to find a show that I like fully watched all the way through on Amazon yeah. Prime. Um, so I also am just going to kind of cop out and suggest the boys, but also suggest Rings of Power again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for a joke, I'm gonna suggest the terminal list, um, nice. which is the Chris Pratt show. So <laughs> I've heard it's not very good. Yeah, me too. So go check that out or don't. Um but I've heard I've actually heard good things about Wheel of Time, um, which is a show that's like based on a beloved novel. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't really know even what the novel is about, but I just hear great things. So. So, yeah, I guess check that out, too. But, yeah, not a lot of TV. I just have more just film recommendations more than TV. So which makes my relationship of where I put this in the ranking complicated. So, yeah, it's also I don't know. Do you like their interface? on prime um it's gotten better they improved it they did just it's, yeah yeah but it's still not easily navigate the old one was terribly it was really bad yeah difficult but they did just change it like i think last month um yeah. so it's it's better um still not as streamlined as it could be but it's definitely a step in the right direction but yeah um honorable mentions jackson uh, yeah, I just had uh, Fleabag, Invincible, and the Rings of Power. I still need to see some of those, but mm-hmm. yeah. Heard good things about Invincible, too. Invincible, it's fun. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, anything on the movie side you wanted to recommend? Uh, ooh, Manchester by the Sea. That's a good movie. Really sad. And sentimental. Hell yeah. Um, me, uh, I mentioned it, Beautiful Boy, the Timothy Chalamet, Steve Carell, sad movie. They like to do sad mm-hmm. movies. Manchester by the Sea, uh, sentimental. Honey boys in the news, huh? That's it. Oh yeah. <laughs> true, true. Um, One Night in Miami, and then uh most recently 13 Lives, the Ron Howard movie about the soccer team caught in the cave. I found that to be yeah. quite quite enjoyable and entertaining. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, what are you doing, Jackson? Are you paying for it? Are you sharing an account? What are you feeling? Uh see, like this is one where like i don't think the content is amazing like i would share it if it was just based on the content but because i need like my own prime account like i don't want to share that with my family because i don't live with them anymore like uh-huh i feel i i pay for my own account and so like i guess that would make sense to pay yeah, so, yeah. i mean it's weird that we're we're paying for it strict not even more so for the the content of it yeah it's a weird bundle like it, it is. like it works for them and it allows them to not have to worry about like producing as much content maybe because like the delivery service, like 
does like they need that more than they need the other stuff i guess i don't know right i guess yeah 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 yeah. different incentives um so what do you think we have hulu above netflix right now um i i think i would put this below netflix because i'm never just like casually checking out amazon prime yeah this is because the ranking here is just in terms of content this is separate from our if we're buying it or things like that yeah okay i I, i'm agreeing with you yeah let's put it below netflix wonderful um let's move on to number four of the big eight yeah so number four is actually one that most people don't have and that's apple tv plus which debuted in 2019 fresh to death Mm -hmm. wonderful it's uh, wild how like many streaming services debuted in 2019 or sooner like it doesn't seem like that but like these are all very recent streaming services it's pretty wild. And, you know, like we mentioned, um, Apple TV, of course, uh, fairly new to the game. They have 105 yeah. Emmy nominations, 15 wins. Um, a lot of that is thanks to Ted Lasso. Um, and then on the Oscar side, this is a great track record thus far, Jackson. <laughs> is it uh, one for one? It's eight nominations, three wins. That's pretty okay. good. <laughs> that is pretty great. Yeah. Uh, just Coda and uh, the tragedy of Macbeth, I think, are the only two. So, wow, yeah. So that could be. I could be forgetting a documentary or so in there. Maybe oh, Wolf Walkers as well as an Apple TV one. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, pretty good track record. And hopefully, maybe they can continue that streak. We'll see. Um, but I think they have found early success, having only been I around think so too. Four years. Yeah. Yeah. Their uh, prices are interesting. There's only one tier and it's $4.99 a month. And the first three months are free, which is pretty nice. This is easily, this is a great deal. And it's very reasonable for the amount of content they have right now because they don't have, I agree, a lot, but I think it's fairly priced for what it is. Yeah. But I think what they have is solid. It's solid. Yes. And they're only going to get more. So, so yeah. Um, I know probably what you're going to suggest in the television department. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe no. but let me, let me start us off this time then. Okay. Um, and maybe mine is also very obvious. Um, mine, I'm going to start with the movie. Um, I'm actually not going to go Coda just okay. to give some, uh, give some, uh, exciting, you know, differences. I'm going to go with tragedy of Macbeth actually. Um, I just thought, you know, we talked about this before. Did we know what was going on in the movie? Not fully. Um, I certainly did. Yeah, but um, it was beautiful to watch and just uh, watch Denzel Washington and Francis McDormand do Shakespeare was really fun. It's beautifully shot. It's gorgeous. It's really chilling at times. And uh, it's just uh, it's just quite a feat, and I just love the black and white. Uh, I think it lends well to the medium of the show or the story they're telling, and uh, I think it's just great. And I think it's uh, definitely a sign of what Apple can do in terms of the storytelling, and I think exciting of what's to come um, because they can do the kind of niche stuff, the artsy stuff, and definitely the crowd pleasing uh, films which they acquire or produce. So that's my movie recommendation. Uh, Jackson, what about you? I feel like I know where you're going. Of course, I'm going Coda. Yeah, it won Best Picture last year. It's a coming of age story. 
it tells like an interesting perspective that you don't typically see, which is a child with a deaf uh, family and like her growing up around that. And you have actual deaf actors playing the family members, which is like really fun. It is just a sweet, charming little story of a girl who wants to sing and her family who can't really relate to that because they're deaf, like not really believing in her passion and like not really being able to like see eye to eye on that issue. And it's just a really sweet family story. And oh, I love it so much. It's adorable. How are we feeling um, so good. seven months after? Does this still hold up the best picture when you think? You know, I think about that. I don't, it's so weird how this one like kind of snuck away with it. Cause I do think there are some heavy contenders for best picture for that sure. year. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily know. I think Troy Kotzer getting a supporting actor was a hundred percent. So deserved. Like, I'm mm-hmm. so happy that like that happened. I don't know if like, this is like totally best, like one of those like best representatives of that year, but I do love this movie a lot. Yeah. It's weird. Like I, I don't want people to like hold something against it because like it won over like Dune or, you know, th- yeah. movies like that. It's so different. It really is, but it really, it really was a shift for the Academy. And I just really appreciate that. I don't know if it's going to last in our consciousness. Like if we're going to remember, oh, that one best picture, but like, if that'll be a telling of our times, but it's still just a really enjoyable movie. And yeah, by every stretch of the imagination. Um, Great recommendation, sir. Um, Thank you. Thank you. I feel like our shows are going to be obvious as well, which is totally fine. Um, Mine. I'm suggesting is Ted Lasso, of course. Yeah. Um, just uh, another thing I started during the pandemic, um, which was just the perfect show. I've said this many times before, and I'm sure and many others have said it, not original thought, the perfect show for COVID. Just an uplifting, warm show with nothing but the best intentions and best optimism. And now strangely has a new light with all the Olivia Wilde stuff now. <laughs> um so a strange new narrative, new twist on it, obviously ending next season. Um, so I think a show that knew that they had lightning in a bottle and they didn't want to uh, spread that lightning too thin. So I admire it for ending. I'm going to be so sad when it goes away, but I'm very appreciative of the uh, the new kind of television that it kind of brought in that time. So all love to Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, it's uh, so good. Yeah. Is it the uh, last? So will this be the third and final season? Are they doing like uh, four? I believe this is this next season is the final season. Oh, maybe we could heart. be hard. It'll be so bad. I know. Maybe we'll be pressed for a fourth season. Who knows? But uh, Roy Roy Kent's nice. got to go be uh, Hercules, I guess. And like, yeah, exactly. He's busy, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever that's gonna happen. So uh, I do love Ted Lasso. It is not what I picked though. Oh, I know what you picked. I know you know, <laughs> but. I picked it because I would pick Ted Lasso because I do think Ted Lasso is just genuinely like a great, amazing show. And it's like Mm -hmm. one of the best, like feel good shows, like maybe ever. It's Mm -hmm. just so great. We always talk about how like the communication on that show is so nice because like normally a show would have like all these characters arguing and like they wouldn't tell each other that they're mad. And then like that would go on for like four episodes. It's like, Oh, let's just wrap this up. Just have one conversation and be done. And they're always just like, "Hmm, I feel sad about this. I'm going to tell them. And then it's just like, Oh, I understand. Let's work towards like a better solution. And it's like, wow, this is great. Like they're, they're figuring all their shit out. This is really nice. And I don't know. I think that's pretty refreshing. You don't usually see that. Yeah, it is is very nice. Um, On the other end of the spectrum, Jackson, what's, what's your recommendation? 
Yeah, so my show that I'm going for is Severance, which Woo-hoo. is truly, it is kind of the exact opposite of Ted Lasso. It is a drama. It is definitely like a mystery thriller, like sci-fi. It's very all over the place, but like, oh, it's so good. It's basically the idea that what if you could split your work consciousness from your like social, like outside of work consciousness and then only feel like the social aspect of your life and not have to worry about work and just like kind of blacking out and then like coming to whenever works over. And then it's also about the other side of that, who is this version of, of uh, oh, what's the actor's name? I can't even think of his name right now. Adam Scott. No, Adam Scott. Yeah. 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 So you see the other side of Adam Scott's character who only works and like only knows like the work life knows nothing about his outside life. If he is married or has kids or what he likes to do for fun. So like, it's just like this very interesting, like thriller of both of these characters uh, unraveling this work mystery about like what they really do and how evil is this corporation. And it's very, very fun. If you like Black Mirror, this is better than anything they put out in like five years, probably 10 years. I don't know. How long did they make that show? Anyways, it's really good. Hell yeah. Love it. Um, Wonderful. Honorable mentions. Um, uh, Oh, it's me. For me, um, I mentioned we mentioned Coda. Um, I always any any time I can get to mention Jason Momoa's show about uh, what's called C. I have to mention yes. that. So uh, that um, Greyhound, which is a really fun um, Tom Hanks like war movie, um, as, which is a pretty fun time. And then of course the Russo brothers, Cherry Jackson. Woo uh yeah that's the movie with the butt stuff right <laughs> it <laughs> is the, ca- the camera goes up the the, the prostate yeah that all happens uh-huh good stuff <laughs> yep. yeah so check that out man apple tv they got it all that's all i can say um yeah what about you jackson yeah i'm gonna recommend uh after party prehistoric planet i, I hear for all mankind is really good but i still haven't seen that and then of course i hear cha-cha real smooth is like amazing mm, and yeah. that like just came out pretty recently and i haven't gotten a chance to check that out yet but same. i hear it's really good same 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 um so what do you think you paying for this jackson you paying for oh Apple i'm paying i pay for it i love it i think it's great absolutely I love it. And the three months free too is just really nice. If you want to start a free trial and just watch Ted Lasso and Severance and then get rid of it, all power to you, you know? Yeah. What you got to do. Um, where are we putting it, Jackson? I definitely think it's above Amazon Prime. As do I. I think it could be above Netflix, although it just, it, what's lacking, I think the biggest con for this show, for this platform is that quantity. It, yeah. There's not enough. Like, mm-hmm. like the quality is there, but they really just don't have that much stuff on there so maybe maybe i think i think if we did this five years from now it would be above netflix and possibly even hulu also i agree i totally agree i think as of now you know as much as great content that it has i think it's below netflix is where i would i think think that's fair i am a huge defender of it but i think that is totally fair yeah i just think maybe even in a year's time or so like it could could have just better it just needs more and it just has a lack of just not a big library like some of these other streamers we're going to talk about it just doesn't have that going for it so it's going to be all strictly original content though which is kind of exciting from a streamer so yeah totally it's pretty great wonderful so we got hulu netflix apple prime so far and uh what's next 2019 brings us another one right 
Yes, like right afterwards, we have Disney Plus. Big, big mm-hmm. announcement. Um, so the prices for this, it is currently $7.99 a month. However, okay. starting December 8th, there's going to be two tiers, which is $7.99 a month with ads or $10.99 a month without ads. So mm. look forward for that. Okay. Not, yep. not, uh, I think I'm still sticking. I don't uh, put, I don't really care about ads. It depends what kind of ads they are, you know, like, um, like some sites, some streamers just put them all in the, the front end. And then, you're yeah, I'm okay them. when it's like that, but sometimes it's like halfway through the episode, you get like four ads. It's like, okay, yeah, I don't want to do this. Or like during a movie, it'll be like three different ad breaks. It's like, okay. Yeah, it's mainly the movies that make me upset. Like, because you know, TV for the most part is can deal with interruptions. You know, like they're originally programmed to have those breaks in the story. Yeah, but the movies really throw you off and get you out of the flow. And now TV shows, I feel, are evolving. You know, obviously away from the commercial area of that. So, so yeah, it does. It is quite jarring. So it depends where they are. But um, this is one that I. This is in the bundle, of course. Um, mm-hmm. with the uh, la, 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 Hulu, and um, in terms of awards, prestige of Disney Plus, Jackson, um, Emmys, 125 nominations with 31 dubs, um, a lot of Mandalorian to thank for that on the technical side, and then um, I think this is technically right, Oscars with five nominations and zero wins, because I think it's literally just wow. the stuff that they like, Luca. Like putting that on yeah. their platform and like animated shorts and um and documentaries. It's weird because like if we were if I were just doing Disney far and away, they would ha- like have a, like a ton of Oscars. I told you earlier, yeah. Walt Disney had twenty two Oscars himself. So so I had to really dig in and find just Disney Plus stuff with all that because they also had like a thousand Emmy nominations too from like the thirties. So yeah, so yeah. Uh, obviously a bigger library uh, of stuff from Apple. So yeah, um, you could start us off this time, buddy boy. Yeah. So my movie is, you know, honestly like Disney plus is weird. Cause I feel like they don't have a ton of like new stuff all the time besides like their show, like they're like, I don't know. They're like Marvel shows that they've been doing. So mm-hmm. a lot of it is just kind of like old classic stuff but i'm going with a more recent one that they added through their acquisition of fox and i'm going with logan which is just a great wolverine story it's a good superhero it's honestly probably the best superhero movie they have on that platform which is they have a lot so that's kind of saying something Mm -hmm. um it's a western it's fun it's rated r which is weird that disney plus like decided to to put those on i'm kind of glad that they did because i think it shows for this platform they're willing to go into darker places instead of just like put most of their like gory stuff on hulu or whatever which they like own the majority of yeah of shares is deadpool on disney plus yep deadpool and deadpool 2 are also on disney plus okay great so wonderful yeah i love it logan's great nice yeah that is that is saying something because they could be pigeonholed with the age thing so that is that is good for them. Yeah. Um, mine also, yeah, it's, they don't really have a lot of quality original things. Cause then like, also like the Pixar stuff, like they just put on there. That's obviously Pixar. It's not like Disney plus exclusive, you know, even though they yeah. didn't release like turning red per se or, 
or things like that. So um, I'm just going to uplift one that we talked about that we both loved, which was Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Hell yeah. Um, That's a this, good one. Yeah. This movie's just so fun. We talked about it, obviously. Uh, Andy Samberg and John Mulaney are in a, basically a modern day Roger Rabbit uh, meta context and like a reboot. Um, and it's it's just really fun. And uh, the animation is 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 fun, and it jokes with itself. And speaking of Tim Robinson, got some good Tim Robinson in there. And yeah, just really fun and kind of a surprisingly like funny and like entertaining movie that just kind of dropped on Disney Plus. So mm-hmm. um, highly recommend that. That would be my that would be my movie recommendation. So yeah, we talked about it a lot, but it's it's a wonderful flick. It's very uh, fun. Uh huh. Um, TV shows, I think, are the brunt of this original content, Jackson. So, yeah. What do you got? Well, I am kind of breaking it a little bit by not totally picking a uh, TV show, but picking like one of their like special things that they did. Like, it's hard to explain it, but I'm going with Doug Days from uh, <laughs> nice. the little Pixar shorts that they uh-huh. like compiled together. It's so cute. Um, I haven't seen those. They're really good. Um, it's just Doug being a little dog from up and he's just like going on little adventures in his backyard. And I, I want to say um, Carl Fredrickson has some voice lines. So that's like one of, um, gosh, oh, what's that voice actor's name? Uh, Ed Asner. One of his final. Yes. It's like one of, I think that's one of Ed Asner's like final performances. Oh, just that's in cute. General, which is pretty interesting too. Um, it's really, it's really cute. It's hard to not get a little, little misty eyed with it. It's, it's fun. That's great. I love that. Um, Mine's also a cheat, um, uh, kinda. Um, it is a series, but you know, I didn't want to. We've talked at nauseum about Marvel shows and things like that, yeah. you know, and Star Wars shows. So, I wanted to kind of pick something a little different for the site. So, I picked like a documentary series, Jackson. Um, it's new. It's out. It's called Light and Magic, and okay. it's basically a six-part docu series following like the conception and the evolution of ILM, uh, which is the visual effects house that, you know, created like the effects for like star Wars and ET and like T2 Jurassic park, and just kind of goes through the lifespan of it. And it's really interesting if you're into like behind the scenes uh, of movies or anything of the how to making and just kind of seeing how the visual effects world works and how it evolved into what we have today, which is uh, underpaid workers and yes. <laughs> uh it's quite something to see and it's really interesting to see like the uh, the studio or a platform that supports a studio who underpays their vfx artists <laughs> a show that uplifts them so it's uh <laughs> it's pretty uh prescient and i just think interesting but it's a really fascinating show i've just started it and it's Sounds uh, cool it's so it's pretty it's pretty cool so far so i highly recommend you check that out and i'm also going to continue to check that out um other honorable mentions for you, Jackson? Just going to shout out Muppets. All their stuff is on there, and it's all great. Absolutely. And the original Muppet work, the Muppet Haunted Mansion, yeah. That's an original yeah. Disney Plus. Uh, it is. Mm-hmm. So there's a good Muppet content on there. Um, I'm going to recommend High School Musical, the musical, the series. Nice. Um, <laughs> I watched the first season, and I actually had a blast of just how meta and unserious it was taking itself. And I think it was right in the perfect lane. Um, and obviously Olivia Rodrigo is big now. So, uh, 
I enjoy now, Jackson, more so the behind the scenes Marvel stuff they put on there, more so than the actual Marvel stuff now, I think. Yeah. Um, they're, it's kind of fun, you know, just to see how they made stuff, I guess. So I recommend that. And then for any Swifties out there, Taylor Swift has literally like a whole recording session on Disney Plus, her folklore album. So that's fun. So yeah. Go check that that's out. That's like really that. for, the, for their like general content too, because it's like, way different than what they usually do yeah yeah i wanted to suggest things that like oh is carter gonna recommend episode nine of course i won't that's terrible so um yeah just a little off the beaten path so amazing um jackson are you paying for disney plus in our hypothetical here i think i'm sharing it like i like it but it's like mostly just like nostalgia stuff Mm -hmm. and like and like the new stuff is like so low quality with like the marvel shows as much as i consume them mm-hmm. they're like not good like it's like almost like not even real tv because like we were talking about how like watching other shows on like other platforms it's like oh wow this is like what television actually is and like we've just been so <laughs> yeah. used to streaming all those freaking marvel shows for this and mm-hmm. it's just like wow the, the quality down. is so different yeah yeah, I think I'm agreeing with you. I think I'm sharing it because like the stuff that I would watch, like a Star Wars or Marvel, I could hop over to Amazon Prime and buy that stuff forever. Yeah. You know, so. um, So where do you think we're putting it in our hierarchy, though, in terms of content? I think just because of the IP library it has, it has to be above Apple TV mm-hmm. just because it literally has like Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar. Yeah. Like they have like the most insane ip but they also don't have great original content mm-hmm. so you think it's tricky still below netflix then you think uh, i could see it going above netflix but like that's only if you want it going above netflix i think i mean personally and again maybe it's because of the marvel stuff i watch more disney plus stuff currently than netflix stuff um maybe that's an obligation to do this podcast though um so i don't know if i'm just consuming it for you all anymore it's true maybe mm, how about we put it because i'm also saying there's some exciting stuff coming with andor and stuff and i'm kind of really vibing with the new star wars stuff now on a turnaround let's put it above netflix okay just for i will say one thing i don't like about disney plus is like because they don't have new stuff but they do theatrical releases it like bothers me so much that they make you like wait like so long if it goes on to Disney Plus. Like, everyone else is like so quick to add it to the platform for the most part. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of wild to me that they like, it's like, oh, you can rent it for like $30 or. Oh yeah, that stuff is the same. Like, it's like, okay, we get it. That's fine. Yeah. The fact still to this day, the fact that I paid like 20 bucks to rent Mulan was. Uh, Insane. One of my darkest moments. I think. Live action Mulan too. Not even. Yeah. Classic. Good lord, gag me with a spoon. Um, okay. moving on. <laughs> Let's move on. What's after Disney Plus? We're going to 2020 with HBO Max. Nice. Uh, complicated history with us and HBO Truly. Max. Yep. Um, what are the uh pay? What are the tiers for HBO Max, Jackson? Yeah. So this one is uh, you're pretty basic. You got your um. With ads, $9.99 a month. With ads, $14.99 a month. However, with your first year 
you can sign on to like a big bundle a year. So you can do $70 a year with ads or $104 a year with no ads, which Whoa. was like, honestly, not that bad. Mm-hmm. I think not bad at all. I think, no, by year. I think the 104 a year for the first year. I think that's pretty solid. I would go with that. I think so. I think so. Indeed. Um, yeah. Obviously I have HBO max as well. Um, you and I have boasted about it many a time how it's been our favorite streaming service Mm -hmm. and then not our favorite streaming service as of late. Um, I'll be interested to see where we fall just on the content side currently still. Um, This is also an interesting one to look up awards and prestige of because HBO alone, Jackson, by far the most successful, um, obviously before HBO Max and everything, nearly 3,000 Emmy nominations. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's been around for a long time. Um, obviously with prestige stows, like, you know, the Sopranos, like they've been around since the nineties, like putting out prestige quality programming. Um, one has won 600, almost 700 Emmys. Um, and then obviously the HBO side, cause they make TV movies and you don't get nominated for Oscars in the past 14 nominations and two Oscar wins, uh, mostly for documentaries, things like that. Um, HBO Max, uh, very young, 36 nominations and four wins for Emmys. No Oscar nominations for HBO Max. Wow. Yep. That's yep, surprising. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, obviously a very big catalog. Maybe in terms of television, the biggest cat. Well, maybe not compared to Netflix, probably at this point, but maybe the biggest catalog of television, maybe. Yeah, no, I, I think so. I think it's one of the, I, I think it's the most impressive catalog. Because it's so. like, yeah. it's like niche enough stuff, but it's so appealing to like everybody. Yes. Whereas definitely. I feel like the Disney catalog is like really only like, like it's pretty niche as far as like taste goes, at least. I don't know. I feel like yeah. HBO Max has like the classic movies and the kids cartoons and the family like story. I don't know. I just think there's like literally something for everybody, which is pretty nice. I think so too. And when you put all the Warner DC drama kind of on the side yeah. still an impressive library um, yeah but obviously so now far. there is bad blood obviously with uh you know creators and artists right now and people jumping ship obviously um but yeah as of this moment i still enjoy turning on hbo max but too. um but yeah we'll see what that looks like in i don't know month a couple months time who knows yeah it might not even be hbo max by like <laughs> True, it could be these maybe Discovery Max, maybe or whatever it's yeah. going to be called. I don't know Warner Meet. I don't know what it's going to be, but uh, yeah. we'll see what happens there. But it's uh, interesting. I don't even know if like HBO Max would like get any Oscar nominations too, because like they have Warner Brothers. Like I like I don't know why they would bother. Yeah, I don't think trying that's to do a theatrical or like just like a big like heavy hard hitting HBO Max movie. Yeah, I feel like they're more the 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 Emmy route, the television yeah, route, for if sure. anything, to do that. But yeah. Um you start us off, buddy. Or is it me? I forgot the order already. Um it doesn't matter. You, you go. You start okay. us off. I'll start us off. I'm going with one of their classic movie selections because honestly, I don't think there's like quite a catalog like HBO Max's when it comes to these. And I'm going with Alfred Hitchcock's North by Northwest. Nice, very nice. Just this is a perfect movie, let me tell you. Mm. I saw this for the first time recently, and I am in love with it. For those who don't know, it's about this advertising man who gets mistaken for a spy 
and like gets blackmailed and like framed for murder and then he has to like go like figure out who this spy he's being mistaken for is and like try to like clear his name and in the meantime he falls in love and she's like a femme fatale but like not really and oh it's just so good and like the dialogue is great the action set pieces are actually pretty intense for a 1959 movie which is fun yeah. you have like a guy in a propeller plane trying to run him over which is great and shoot at him and oh it's cool it's so yeah, it's, good it's a blast it's probably it's definitely like top three hitchcock top five hitchcock totally something um yeah it's a great it's fun and very impressive for like a movie account in the 50s in terms of like action and suspense like yeah. a movie that definitely holds up and the dialogue ooh, the dialogue between him and the love interest is like so hot and heavy it's great it's so smooth like they're just flirting back and forth like crazy and you're like oh my mm-hmm. god man carrie, carrie grant man what a guy another <laughs> yeah he's he's fun in this mm-hmm. and another life that's a james bond right there let me tell you Ooh, Ooh so true mm-hmm. um incredible um mine I mean, i'm gonna echo your sentiments like the class if you want to watch a classic movie a criterion collection movie hbo max is the place to do it um me i'm i wanted to go with one that was in hbo max original acquisition um what have you i think i talked about this before a long time ago but it's called david burns american utopia nice and uh it's a spike lee joint um and it's really strange just a different turn from spike lee because it's a filmed it's just a filmed broadway show slash concert from david byrne who is the lead singer of the talking heads Mm mm-hmm and it's just kind of this musical celebration of like the talking heads work and like David Burns recent albums. And it's just like basically a concert. They're all wearing like gray suits and they play their own instruments on the stage and they're all barefoot and they all walk around the stage and sings and everyone's like connected to each other. And it's really just, it's, it's very fun and powerful and just, just really cool. Um, I find myself like going back to it's one of those things where like, I don't watch the full thing. I go back and find like little performances of certain songs and just like watch them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, I just really enjoy it. This was also a, a 2020 uh, release that came in the, in the height of the pandemic and just really, just really wonderful. So shout out David Byrne and shout out the talking heads. I love the talking heads. Um, shout out. Yeah. So again, not really a movie. So sorry, cheat, but what can I say? Um, TV show, Jackson? Yeah. This is one that's maybe spicy because I haven't finished it, but I am so obsessed with it. I just have to keep talking about Secession. Yes. Oh, my God, Carter. This is so good. I'm yes. obsessed. It's incredible. It's it's nice because like it's obviously like Adam McKay and produced, you know? Yeah. And Will Ferrell. And Will Ferrell. <laughs> but like it, it's, it feels just so good to know that Adam McKay like isn't, at the day to day, you know, um, like it has all the, it has all the like proclivities of an Adam McKay production, but not like the other out of this world and like kind of just beat down. Not, not the s- look up of it all kind yeah, of yeah, not subtle <laughs> subtlety. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just, it's just such a tight script and just, just great burns and stuff. And just, yeah, the dialogue is amazing. Just watching the power struggle. is so fun. Yeah. It's just such a, interesting show where like it almost has an it's always sunny effect where it's like these are bad people but mm-hmm. i'm rooting for them to be bad and i want <laughs> them to do bad and this is really fun yeah um, man it's so good 
it's Cousin so fun. Like a, his first little scheme the other day, and I was like, "Oh, Greg, <laughs> you, you little dude." Oh, Greg. Yeah, he's he's great. You're gonna feel you're gonna get so many great one-liners. It's it's gonna be so fun. Um, there's a great episode. I don't know if you've gotten to it yet, but I'll ask you later so I don't have to spoil it. But it's great stuff. I'm excited for you. Succession is great. It's amazing. Um, for me, I'm going the complete opposite because obviously, you know, uh, honorable mentions, I'm going to mention like Barry and Succession and things like yeah. that. Shows I talk about all the time. I wanted to mention a show I haven't, I don't think I've gotten to mention <laughs> on this show. Um, I'm going to recommend F-Boy Island, Jackson. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> this show is ridiculous and fun. I'm a sucker for trash reality TV. Yeah. And F-Boy Island, have you heard of F-Boy Island? I've heard of it. I've not seen it. It's incredible and terrible in the same vein. It's it's a it's a dating show where three women come on the show and like up I think like 20 or 25 men come on the show. Some of them are self-proclaimed F boys. Okay. Some of them are self-proclaimed nice boys. And every week the girls like eliminate three guys. They each get to pick one. And then at the end, they they're like trying to find nice guys. And they're like, I'm so good at finding nice guys. And they always knock out the nice guys and it's hilarious <laughs> and they're like what so they're like trying to whittle down to get uh a serious relationship they're seeking a serious relationship and i haven't gotten to the end there's a cash prize i don't know how that works i don't know if the show <laughs> knows how that works that's awesome um, and it's like nikki glazer is the host who's okay really fun and like also is not taking herself seriously and she's like this show is dumb it's incredibly dumb and for a site that has north by northwest uh, just to just to watch North by Northwest or watch Citizen Kane, and then go over and watch F Boy Island just seems like the perfect uh, duality of a streaming service. <laughs> so, I'm recommending F Boy Island for all Love those it. out there. Uh, recommendations, Jackson. Yeah, honorable mentions. mentions. I'm going the rehearsal, Watchmen, nice. yep. Peacemaker, Superman the animated series, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, Barry, Station Eleven nice very nice uh you took the words right out of my mouth barry succession game of thrones house of dragon now back in that grind i love it um but just the criterion collection and the classics recommending all those kurosawa ingmar bergman you know you got all the goodies up there hitchcock great stuff stuff, which is yep studio ghibli yeah adult swim fun stuff and then just since there's hbo max originals there's some hbo original movies that are good that came out in the recent years, uh, bad education, Hugh Jackman doing a good performance there. And then, uh, Paterno, uh, nice. Al Pacino plays Joe Paterno. So really good. Interesting character studies. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and band of brothers. I was going to mention band of brothers with F boy Island, but it didn't seem in good nice. taste. So, <laughs> so another great show. Um, you paying for HGO max Jackson? I don't, but I would. I would is my, I, yeah. is my conclusion. Do you pay for this? I get it through uh, Xfinity. Gotcha. Uh, through my parents. So I technically don't, um, but I enjoy it. Dare I say, put it above Hulu. Is it the top? I agree. Still? For yeah. now, it stays number one. In two months, who knows? Yeah, that could <laughs> like change. Not even existent in two months. Mm-hmm. If it turns into like Shark Week and 
like i don't know home makeover we could be in trouble i don't know yeah and i mean hbo has had this problem forever where like they keep merging and rebranding and merging and rebranding like yes. all of the dc content was like under its own streaming service that existed before this and then mm-hmm. it got like shuffled into hbo max then people were like really pissed about that but now everyone seems to be like rallying behind hbo max but now it might be like okay i'm gonna change it up since everyone seems to love me so yeah and there was hbo now and hbo go there was a bunch yeah, of yeah that was all stupid it was stupid so we're finally with something and now we're not so it's gonna be gone <laughs> so yeah love it all right moving on to the other 22 2020 release is uh peacock peacock baby um this one admittedly, is admittedly interesting tiered to me i think yeah um the tiers for this are amazing i don't have this one do you have do you actually have peacock I uh, through through xfinity again through my parents xfinity. Gotcha. so yeah sweet sweet um yeah so i am going to list off the versions of this we have uh the free version which has ads uh, some movies and TV, they, they quoted it by saying thousands of hours of movies, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> Great market um, in there. <laughs> um, really clever and cheeky there. But most importantly, Carter, this is the streaming service that bases its whole brand off of The Office. And you Absolutely. can stream the first two seasons with the free version. Uh, next is Peacock Premium which is $4.99 a month, but they are currently having a deal for $1.99 a month for 12 months. I just checked on the website, which is pretty cool. Whoa. Um, still has ads, but you unlock every episode of The Office, plus it's bonus content. Yes. Um, also, all the movies and shows are unlocked as well. So you have everything, but you still have ads. Mm-hmm. Then we go to Peacock Premium Plus. They're loving the pluses. Uh, and that's $9.99 a month. And that's everything without ads. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. Very, it, it, it's just hard to say. Like, this is just a very interesting way to platform and like tier your structures just based around the office. But that's what they've <laughs> done. Show. Yeah. And I will say, I have the Peacock Premium. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is obviously the bonus content is the office super fan episodes, what they've based their pricing on. And there's five, five seasons now, all super fan episodes. Sometimes it doubles the length of the original episode. That's it's pretty bas- cool. It's basically just watching new episodes of the office, which has been fun. Um, so it is wild that they base that model off that though. Cause I don't, not everyone loves the office the way they're trying to market it, but um it is interesting that just their whole model is based off the office basically which is hilarious to me but um but yeah um uh i'll start us off this time here okay um i should say awards um one win from 17 nominations um i don't even know what that's for truthfully um sorry oh no wait i'm reading the wrong one peacock zero emmy wins five <laughs> nominations <laughs> great sorry uh no oscars um yeah, Peacock for me was um, difficult. There's not a lot of original content on Peacock. Nope. Um, they have Universal stuff, obviously, but trying to dig into like a Peacock actual thing was hard. So I just went with one movie that I watched today. Nice. Which, which I uh, recommended last week, which was Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. Um, Interesting. So they did the simultaneous theater and they streaming. They did. Movies. And I didn't realize that actually until I got on Peacock today to just like look at the stuff they had. 
Um, and it was there and it's currently in cool. theaters and here. So they did do that. Um, but yeah, so 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was fun. It was kind of like documentary style. It's like this film crew following this, uh, this pastor and his wife, first lady of a church. They used to run a congregation, successful congregation. There was a scandal. So they were trying to like reopen their church and get people to come to their church. Some of it is told like a documentary style filmmaker following their journey. And then it cuts away and like the aspect ratio changes and like the quality of it changes. And it's just like, it's not a documentary anymore. It's like what's happening behind the scenes, um, in the real, which, so it was kind of cool to watch that. Um, so it's just fun. Sterling K Brown and Regina Hall, as I mentioned last week, uh, doing some really good stuff. Regina Hall shining in this specifically. And Sterling K Brown is just having a lot of fun. So um, yeah, it was good. I just trying to find exclusive stuff. And I was like, I have not watched or care for any of this. So that was the one that I was able to pull from the weeds. So what about you, buddy? Yeah, this is a tough one. Cause again, I don't have this one and it looks like they have a lot of newer titles, which is like kind of cool. Yeah. Um, just like yeah. looking at some of their stuff. I'm going to go ahead and say the safe choice for me would be uncut gems just because it's great and it just so happens to be on there. Didn't even know uh, that. So I'm gonna shout that out. Adam Sandler, his second best acting, obviously in the first. Uh just a really stressful movie. If you like sports and sports betting and like watching Adam Sandler just like just ruin himself over and over and over again. Uh in this like really weird movie, it's totally for you. It's really weird, worth the watch if you haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking at some of the movies on here. It's actually kind of interesting. They have Black Phone already. That's neat. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of cool to see. Like all all my I'll just say my honorable mentions right now are just yeah. the fact that all the Universal stuff like it's just on their site. Like the Black Phone, the Northman Ambulance. Yeah, like, all Upgrade. that's there. Yeah, like very recent cool releases. The Bad Guys is on there. So if you want to check out new releases, they splash you- them. Yeah, I was going to did not do well. Yeah, I was going to write that one down, but then I checked out the ratings and I didn't think I should recommend <laughs> it to people. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, Kevin Bacon. Um, and then maybe a cop out. My recommendation is to watch the Office Superfan episodes in the TV world. Um, just really fun. A lot of new jokes, a lot of new bits that you understand why they were cut from the, the show. Obviously, it, it, you're not watching the super fan episodes to get a full picture of the show. You're just get, just there to get the bits. Nice. Um, like it does make the show longer. And does it uh, tell you when it's doing it or is it just like cut in between? No, scenes? it's yeah, it's cut in like it still fits the narrative, but it obviously gotcha. slows down like the, the pacing and the pacing of the show. Yeah. Can you like, like alternate or like opt into it? That's kind of weird. Yeah. You don't have to watch the super fan episode. Cool. Um, there's an option on there, like watch the super fan or watch the, the regular version, but like there's gotcha. a scene that'll happen and then there'll be like four talking heads. And then like another little bit will happen. There'll be like five talking heads. Kind of just things like that. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's just whatever, if you're not looking to watch like a congealed version of the show, it's just like to get the extra content, obviously. So huh. it's fun. Fascinating. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, what about you? TV world. I'm just going to, Give it to 30 Rock. That's one of my favorite yep. NBC sitcoms. It's great. Very funny. Yeah. I don't know. Watch Is that. Fair? Watch if you like it. The Office, you'll probably like this. If Definitely. not, then yeah. you're not that cool. Take that. Yeah. Carter, is this a free trial share account or pay for your own account? 
this might be a shared account i think yeah Um, i don't think i would pay for this yeah like i love just putting on the office you know as background fodder while i'm working like yeah i get that but i could live without it and i could just share someone's account to watch that you know because i don't really watch it watch it per se yeah like the office was my favorite show for so long and then Mm -hmm. when it moved to netflix or when it moved from netflix to peacock i was just like you know what i'm just not gonna watch it anymore and that's basically what i've been doing and i've been okay there's there's other stuff out there guys we don't have to just watch the office as good as it is yeah um so yeah i think that's what i'm doing um this is tricky to place is it i don't well what do you think i think it's either below or above amazon prime is my yeah what do you uh, i would be okay with putting it below amazon prime but that's just me yeah yeah let's you want to put it above that's okay too well no because i think i like prime's movie library more okay um like i think peacock has the tv library probably sewn up more than prime but i just think they have and being me being a movie guy i've got a I go with the movies first and foremost. So I'll put Peacock below Prime. Okay. Moving on to our last streaming that we will be talking about is uh, 2021 Paramount Plus. Yeah. Don't have this one. Yeah. My dad does. So like I have like access to it, but I truthfully have like not touched it, even though I, like I have yeah. full access to it. I have not once sought this out. Um, Let me run you through their their prices really quick please i want to point out this tier name which i think is really good instead of the basic plan we have the essential plan which is 4.99 a month you get nfl on cbs live champions league soccer live which is pretty cool Mm -hmm. 24 7 cbs live news and ads 4.99 a month i don't think that's terrible no. Um, the premium plan is $9.99 a month, which includes everything else, uh, more live sports, no ads, your local CBS station, and Ooh. you can download shows to watch off of Wi-Fi. Oh, that's actually crucial, actually. It is, but like Netflix does it for free, I think. So like that's true, actually. I don't yeah. know if that's like good or I don't know. It's just hmm. interesting. Yeah. Okay. Those are the only two. Yep. Interesting. Okay. And notably, right, they're merging with Showtime later this year, right? Mm-hmm. Or at some point. So they're becoming one streaming service. Yeah. So, so hopefully, it, it, I think it has the potential to grow. I just don't think it's there yet. Is my I don't either. Thought. I agree. So, um, do you want to start with uh, things you want to offer up? Yeah. For movie, I'm just going jackass forever. That's what I did. <laughs> it's great. You know, yeah. they don't have that many movies on there and this is a great one. So, yeah. cause I think Top Gun Maverick isn't even on yet. So no, it's not yet. I think it's still VOD. I think you have to buy it still. Once so. that gets on there though. Like, I think that raises the value a little bit. Like, I think mm-hmm. there's some potential. I think so. But for now, it's not that great. Yeah. I'll play devil's advocate and just say the mission impossible movies are on there. So sure. uh, there you go. Instead of saying just jackass. Um, so Yeah. Uh, those are on there as well. What about TV wise, Jackson? Yeah, I will say TV is definitely more of their strong suit because all of their like, I, like IPs, like you know how like all the tabs for HBO Max they have, like they have some pretty weak ones, but they're all TV based. So they have Nickelodeon, CBS, BET, Comedy Central, and MTV. That's a pretty so strong. Like, yeah, it's like strong, but at the same time, like I couldn't name you more than like five shows on like each of them. I yeah, and like some of them I couldn't even name one. Maybe 
Like I don't watch MTV. I no, I haven't watched it. Anyway. Jersey Shore on there. I mean, that's maybe that's I yeah. watched MTV. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like not a whole lot. So I am going with a show that I actually watch on Netflix and is also on Netflix currently still. Like I think Paramount likes to like sell their properties and have their properties playing for some reason, which okay. is something interesting I noticed. I'm just going Avatar The Last Airbender. I think it's objectively yeah. probably one of the best shows that they have. So that'll yeah. be interesting to see where that lands because obviously Netflix is doing their Avatar stuff. Yeah. And we're in is the Nickelodeon stuff going to end up like, will last airbender pop back over to Paramount when that happens? Yeah. It was like a really interesting time. Cause I, I feel like Netflix made this big deal to get like all the Nickelodeon stuff. And then all of a sudden Paramount was like, yeah, but also we're launching our own streaming service. So <laughs> I, I don't actually back. know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know either. Um, yeah. So kind of in the same vein, I, I was struggling to find something to suggest having not watched it, but Something did catch my eye, which I had heard about, and it's called The Offer. And mm-hmm. it's like a mini, I think it's a mini series, just about how The Godfather came to be, the movie, and how they adapted that. Um, it stars Miles Teller, and it um, just looks kind of interesting when I was mm-hmm. looking at it. Um, don't know if it's good, if it's not good. Don't have the service. Frankly, don't think I will. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> But uh, do you have any honorable mentions that might sway the people, Jackson? Uh, I think the fact that it has Nickelodeon is cool. And I think the CBS reality like competitions like Survivor and Amazing Race, I think that like definitely brings some. Ooh, yeah. Is that like, what Big, small big Brother's on? I think Brian's so. Watching? Yeah. 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 Okay. So I think like those elevate it slightly like that and Nickelodeon. But like other than that, I really don't think there's that much because like mm-hmm. they have County Central, but like who thinks to go to like Paramount Plus for like comedy specials or anything like that? Like no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think of Netflix when that happens. So yeah. Yeah. Um, you paying for this bad boy? I mean, it's probably clear that we're not. <laughs> I wouldn't pay for it. I would say either free trial or share account, but I that's I'd do a free trial. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. Um, so is this bottom? The thing is, I think the Nickelodeon and is Nickelodeon and like the Survivor stuff better than like just The Office. Is it Maybe better not. than The Office and Thirty Rock though? You're probably right. I'll put it below Peacock. I feel okay with that. Yeah, I do too. There's um, there's just not much, and like these two are interesting to me too because I feel like these are the ones where it's like okay, now we're just gonna slowly turn back into cable. Like with all the other ones, uh, yeah. It felt fine, but like for mm-hmm. some reason, like with these last two, I'm like, okay, guys, you're doing a little bit too much here. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Um, and I guess if you're into the iCarly reboot, check that out. But if you're into iCarly, go to Netflix. See, it's just yeah. like a, it's weird. So, okay. I have our final rankings, Jackson. I do too. Amazing. Uh, bottom in eighth place, Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Seventh place, Peacock. Sixth. Amazon Prime, fifth, Apple TV Plus, fourth, Netflix, third, Disney Plus, second, Hulu, and first, HBO. Do we feel good about that? Does anything need to flop? I think that's good. I think so too. I feel yeah. pretty good about that. And um, obviously, some of these services are going to change, like probably within the year, some of them are going to be gone. Some of them will be different things, but uh, this is what you got right now. And that's the world of streaming. It's ever changing as well. So um, I love it. Final thoughts on streaming rankings hierarchies jackson i think those are good i think some of these i think i don't know the hulu disney bundle isn't looking too bad now that i see them as like the top two of three 
Mm-hmm. Like, that's not bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. those could technically, I guess, be one. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, they, they do combine get Hulu and Disney Plus, and you get HBO or not HBO, ESPN, all that yeah. stuff. So who knows? Who but knows? yeah. But yeah, I like it. Check these stuff out, guys. Mm-hmm. Check it out. All right, Jackson, should we move on to The List is Life? Sure. The List is Life. The List is an absolute good. The List is Life. Uh, do you have just uh, something we talked about today you want to know about? Hmm. Or random? Doesn't matter to me. Hmm. Let's do it. Let's do North by Northwest. Oh, yeah, I love it. Uh, North by Northwest, Jackson. 451 solid it's in between it's below and this is just this will be a personal nostalgia kind of theater kid below below les mis i disagree hard yeah but that's fine that's fine i understand and it's above now this will this be interesting what you think it's above the iron giant jackson (gasps) you know what's so funny carter what is i kid you not North by Northwest was an audible pick for me, and The Iron Giant was my original for HBO Max. Ooh. I love both of those movies so much. How about that? God, that's so weird, actually. That's fun. Wow, same brain. Same brain. But yeah, do you agree? Is The Iron Giant better than North by Northwest, or what do you think? I think North by Northwest is like a five-star movie, and The Iron Giant's like four and a half. It's nice. so good. It's just yeah. like a simpler story. Northwest is like it's so letters. wild. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there we go. Both are amazing now. 451, baby. Superman. Superman. Amazing Vin Diesel performance. God, <laughs> it's, the best, it's the best he can do. Groot, <laughs> Superman, family. Wonderful. Um, let's go to our final segment, Jackson. I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Okay. Um, we did basically this whole episode was recommendations, but do you have anything else you want to throw to the people? Yeah, I want to recommend the Cody and Corbin have a podcast. Nice. That's great. Shout we out. got this episode from them kind of. We expanded on it a little bit, but we got to shout them out. They're the OGs. They make good stuff. They've just started their season four podcast. They're amazing. Mm. They're doing good stuff over there. Yeah, yeah. They just did Men in Black. It was a good lesson. Mm-hmm. And uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, and that's a good one too, man. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um, indeed, I'm going to recommend um, a movie coming out called Barbarian. It's like an Airbnb horror movie. It looks like, weird. Looks really it looks weird. So weird. Uh, Bill Skarsgård, Justin Long. There. Um, looks it's gonna fun. freak me out. I think. Yeah. Not gonna be too fond of it, but it looks good. Looks good. Yeah. Looks fun. It's weird. Like September. Like this time of September. Like not a whole lot going on in the theaters. So, um, it's doldrums. Yep. Just, so yeah. Uh, with that, Jackson, we're done. We're done. We did it. Mm-hmm. A lot of streaming. A lot of fun. Uh, Jackson, where can the people follow us on Instagram? They, you can follow us on Instagram at roughcut underscore pod. Stick. Carter, also, where what? can they follow us on Twitter? Mm, follow us at roughcut underscore co. If you don't follow us on Instagram, you'll find out when we post the pod on Twitter. So check us Woo. out there as well. And uh, as always, thank you very much. We love you very much. We're almost to 100, buddy. Almost there. Woo-hoo, exciting. Woo-hoo. So exciting. All right. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Goodbye. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.